In recent episodes, we often talk about the economic struggles of Appalachia. Although this is a major issue in the region, there are still many great things about it. One of the great things is the people, especially the ones that attempt to bring a community together. And one thing that can bring different people together, regardless of socioeconomic status or political views, is music. I'm Hunter Wright. I'm the producer of this podcast. In this episode, we will celebrate somebody who is attempting to start a music festival that could be a great community gathering for many years to come. With his passion for music, he's bringing bands from southeastern Ohio all together for one day to perform on the same stage. During these harsh winter months, it is just another thing that can bring many people together for the same reason, support local musicians in the area. You won't want to miss this one, as it will be as rocking as your mom's crazy friend the moment she hears Sweet Home Alabama come on the radio. This is Cross County Lines. Welcome back to Cross County Lines. I'm Chase Goodwin, returning after a hiatus to be back on the show. Uh, a couple people were talking to Hunter and were curious about what I got up to, and, and it wasn't much, but it, it wasn't nothing either. I worked up at uh, at a restaurant. I clean tables now, but like an advanced table cleaner. Like there's a whole shit ton of tables, and I just <laughs> it's my job. They yell at me, and I have to keep keep tables clean so that 300 people can eat in an hour, which is you know no easy. Easy feet, but it pays more. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, grant proposal. I've got an outstanding Fulbright application, and I'm supposed to hear back uh, by the end of the month if that makes it to round two. And if it makes it to round two, then I have to wait until May to find out if I'm actually going. And if I'm going, then they'll tell me in May that in August I'll be leaving for nine months to go to France. So my life's kind of a big old upside down question mark. Kind of like, you know. Like a gay teen that's not sure if it's a gay teen, you know? <laughs> that's that's my life. <laughs> but, uh, anywho, I am back on the show, and for the first time, I am interviewing two guests on the show. There's been one other guest on the show, but I have two, so we're going to consider this the superior episode as far as interviewing skills are concerned. Sorry, Austin. He'll be hearing this later once we've cut it and put it up. So, with me, I have former high school sweetheart, current lovable goofball, Joey Beatty. What's up, man? And, of course, I have heartthrob John Mayer stand-in, Chad Usley. How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show today. Okay. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about first, and just to fill you guys in, this show we'd like to talk about uh, small-town experiences. Everyone in the room attended Vinton County High School. and All four years, right? Nobody moved away? Yeah. Yeah, four okay. years. Okay. So, it's Five all about small-town experiences, and then we've all ventured out of the county, and, and you know, we're reporting back to, to say what we've learned. It's like the caveman that leaves the cave. That's what we're trying to bring. I'm, I'm to still in the cave. I. <laughs> so, but, now we all find our way back. Right. But, speaking of still in the cave, uh, cool local news that's not really normal, and it, it's an upset. I'm, I'm calling it. I think it's an upset. I think this is a game changer. I smell it. Uh, yeah. It's in the air. The ether. Chad here, um, tell us about the music festival that you are planning. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's on uh, January 20th, 2018, which is here in a few weeks. It's at the VFW. We're living 2018. We're right, living in right 2018 now. <laughs> right now. That's a scary, scary thing to think about. But yeah. uh, <laughs> in a few weeks uh, at, at the VFW, it's going to be from noon to midnight. And I just, uh, been pr- I've been working on it for like four or five months but really just the last month been busy putting it all together and filling out the times and getting you know talking to other local musicians 
And, uh, you know, I just had an idea three or four months ago that it'd be cool to, because we do play music at my house and we get, you know, a lot of my family and I play guitar and we thought it would be cool to get a, you know, get some bands together in Benton County and see if they'd be interested in all getting together and putting on, you know, a show for the people in the county when there's nothing to do, it's cold, you know, and, uh, you know, it just started as an idea, and I talked to a few friends about it, and they kind of thought it would be cool to try to do or at least consider. And I know it, it, one thing just happened after another. I, I talked to uh, Chris Bethel. He's a good friend of mine, and he's got a band called Eastwood, and they've been playing for four or five years together now, and or even longer, I'm sure. But they, they they're really evolving, and they're they got a great sound. And when he told me, you know, he'd be willing to do it, then I was as off to the races, man. I, yeah thought it'd be fun so how long was it from like the time you had the idea of like oh it'd be kind of cool to have a music festival to the point where you're like i'm i'm doing this like this is gonna be a thing uh really it wasn't long i think about maybe a month i thought about it i i had my five-year high school reunion last summer at the vfw and i uh talked you know seen the stage up there and i thought well you know it'd be cool to bring a guitar and play it for some people and like you know after talking to a few people i'd I, I, you know, it was an easy decision once I realized that people were going to be excited for it and they were bought into the idea and I kind of setting it up, you know, for the first half of the day being people who have don't have experience playing live, myself included. I, I never play for anyone. Do you have any know. experience in uh, organizing a festival type event? <laughs> no, not concert. No, not really. But I, I um, given it. I have, the old Vinton County try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just not even thinking that much about it, really. You know, not putting too much uh, thought into it. I'm just going with the flow and getting it together and talking. All I'm doing is asking, to, talking to people that know what they're doing, and then getting a bunch of them together to, you know, like the sound engineers, the musicians, and I don't know. It's, uh, it's very cool to see art. Yeah, um, happening yeah. in Benton County is not exactly a mecca. Oh no! Arts. Yeah, no. for sure. I spent at least twenty minutes in the first episode just being like, "Let me tell you why I moved." <laughs> right, exactly. You need to know something. Like, it's good, nice, homegrown, gluten-free, organic art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just good old-fashioned art for all for all you heathens. And I don't know. Like, I think it's cool in general because there's like two parts of the population in Benton County. There's people that are like. They have an idea of what they want it to be, mm-hmm. and it's just like isolated, rural. I can hunt, and people will leave me alone. Right. And, but then like that's not good enough for them. Is that they want that to be it for them and for everyone else. They don't right. want it to like be upset anything to change around them. And right. that's just, it's so annoying. And then you have people like Chad, and I think it's really cool that the festival's going on because, you know, th- there's younger people that live here. Exactly. We're still here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just because we we haven't been here for like. 40 years or something like that or we don't you know organize public functions or whatever like there's a whole generation of young people still here that are like well we should do something like right. you want to yeah. have pride and in i'm surprised because most of the feedback i've got about is from older people you know people that are 20 25 years older than me that just haven't that like they think it's cool you know they, they want to go on too they, yeah if you they, think they about like it, it. i mean really the only the, the only opportunities for live music that have been around is the turkey festival and Maybe a show or two at the fair. Yeah. Mr. Speed, <laughs> number one kiss impersonators in the world. <laughs> it was a headlining event, and I've never been more happy in my life. Oh, to I've seen the, the Beatles cover band. One, I was at Marini's one day, and I, I didn't know about them. I just started hearing. I heard them 
and I walked out of the restaurant, and I, there they were, the four Beatles, <laughs> out there on Main Street. Yeah, Paul, reincarnated. Paul a second well, time. Yeah, <laughs> one reincarnated. <laughs> yeah. I don't endorse that theory, and I think people that teach that theory are hooligans. <laughs> but, you know, it's just cool in general, like, people trying to do things in Benton County, because you always hear people say you should have pride in where you're from, mm-hmm. and you can, and I do to an extent, but it's it's hard when you can't really, like, you're, you're you're modernizing as a person. You're growing as a person, and if the place in your environment around you is staying the same, like that's really frustrating. Right. And, and so to do something like we should have music festivals, we should bring food trucks, we mm-hmm. should try to do like things that get people together. Because here, there's no like public spot. Right. You're either at your house or you're out to do so, like a task. Right. It's not right. like a hey, if you're bored and you, maybe you just want to chill and see like who else is in the area and socialize. There's no place to just sit down and socialize right. with people. And it's, it's not cool to hang out in the high school parking lot past high school. Right. Which is where <laughs> Super we Super not okay. Chill. <laughs> yeah. And we hung out in the parking lot. It's like <laughs> that was our place. That through, was like through, the thing for 10 years, and, right. 10 years in the yearbook. 10 years in the yearbook, like, where do the kids like to hang out during this year? And it's like, the parking lot. <laughs> we have dope lines. <laughs> the dopest lines. And I agree, I agree with, what you're, with what you're saying. I, uh, I think that that's a part of the reason that I kind of, push myself to do this too is because it is kind of challenging uh to to put something together that you have no experience in you never done before you well, know? I thought what you said earlier about it it's not like it's not about being putting on the most badass concert exactly it's not right. about like we're gonna rock your faces <laughs> off but it's like just a celebration of hey these people live physically close to you and they play music isn't yeah, that crazy yeah right you can forget that sometimes when and I'm, everyone's kind of like in their own house and there's so much distance between them. There's not a lot of like neighborhood yeah. interaction. Exactly. And it's just like, I know that there's people that live in that house, yeah. but you have no need to ever really know your neighbors. Right. Like, and there's a lot of different, I'm surprised, there's a lot of different genres that people play in Benton County. Right. I thought it was so cool and that you're having on uh, Kristen Kelson, those, my crews, yeah. my, my adorable little, and uh, what is it? Jimmy Vest, Kristen Kelson, and Kyle. Yeah, they all got they, their project together. Yeah, they they sound awesome. I'm I'm really uh really impressed. They have the, their own sound, and yeah, it's what I I try to I'd like to make music like that that has its own originality to it, and and like what I, what I was saying earlier, the early part of the day, you know, having Kyle and me and and uh, some you know other musicians that haven't really played in front of anyone in Vinton County. I, I I think that's gonna be a lot more laid back and, and, and I'm gonna enjoy it a lot. Whereas I tried to arrange it at the second half of the day where people that are, are experienced playing in Vinton County and all over the, you know right. all over southeastern Ohio that would be more fitting to have them in the evening. I have my cousins that uh, the Allen brothers yeah. and uh, I, they're really awesome musicians and some of them haven't played live since like 2004 so that's not I think it was gonna be, nice. be a really cool night just with you do have like multiple sounds in one lineup and yeah it is uh, I, and a population going to see it that like isn't used to having right. festivals like it yeah. could anything could happen right uh, it's gonna be interesting to see some reactions from it goes from bluegrass to heavy metal and then over to folk and then who knows? You and know. How many different genres do you think we'll touch? Uh, well, there's ten acts, right? Yeah, there's ten acts. There's going to be probably a lot of classic rock covers. Um, you'll see a lot of country, bluegrass, um, alternative rock, um, heavy metal, and you know some folk, indie folk type music. Okay. Different, like my cousin Andrea. She has a band and she plays in Athens, and she's I know she's awesome. She likes to sing a lot of cover songs, and she's wrote some songs and. 
Uh, she's a huge fan of the Fleet Foxes. I know you probably yeah. have heard the Fleet Foxes. They're amazing. Are you looking at me just because I got a sweater? <laughs> oh, Fleet Foxes. You know. <laughs> of course you know the Foxes. <laughs> I just call them Fleet. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a super cool event. And I want to congratulate you well, on starting, you. like, a thing. Thank you. It is cool, man. I hope it's I can cool move into the future with it. And well, like, a big problem also is, like, people that I've only learned from talking to older people. And everyone gets, like, kind of sadder. I mean, obviously, you're going to be somewhat depressed mm-hmm. the older you get in life because right. you're looking at a big old, big old black slate of, of questions that you got to <laughs> – that become a lot more important. Yeah. But uh, just, you know, their kids move. And everyone around here is really family-oriented. But once they hit that age where they have to, like – get a job and make something of themselves and mm-hmm. find out who they are or whatever like they normally have to move away and this is one of those things that I'm like if you want your kids to stay maybe make a little more space to be a young person like being a young person right as okay like yeah, yeah if you want to do festivals and if you want to like go out to bars or do a thing like there's some space for that here where you don't have to just leave <clears throat> right yeah exactly. and you're providing that space freaking badass so I appreciate it thanks for putting it Thank on you. Joey, I'm interested with you. You went to several colleges, correct? Yes. Uh, I made my way around. Um, I started at uh, – I got a partial scholarship to Tiffin University. Um, spent a semester there. Hated it. Hated everything about it. Why did you hate Tiffin? What was strange about Tiffin? Uh, what was the experience? We'll start with College One, okay. and then um, we'll move on. Well, Tiffin is Vinton County – except no hills and add corn. Uh. Um, and it was just a very, very, very small campus. And <laughs> have you seen My Cousin Vinny by any chance? The I movie have My Cousin co- Vinny. Do you really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> there's a movie called My Cousin Vinny with um, Joe Pesci. Right. And uh, there's a scene where they're out in the woods. They're not out in the woods. They move into the small town. Anyway, what I'm getting at is my room was literally – 10 feet from a train track and <laughs> this train would go by every morning at like 4 30 a.m and it would literally shake our dorm room my dorm room was like 20 feet across by 10 and i was rooming i had my roommate luke uh luke thompson and i don't know it was just it was a miserable time it was uh in the middle of nowhere there's nothing to do and so i ended up going to Otterbein University. Now, going to Otterbein, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm really uh, curious about, because you and Luke, Mm -hmm. uh, at least in local circles, participate in the occasional philosophical slash political debate. Right, yeah. And and you guys kind of have differences, but you both respect each other and have a sort of different camp going on. But, like, Otterbein has real radical communist cred, and I want to know, as, like, a small... I think most people, when they're young in Benton County, are just apolitical. They're not Mm -hmm. really... Like, they're just apathetic towards most things in general, and Mm -hmm. it's only occasionally that they'll like repeat something that someone else has said if they feel like they have to stand up for something because they're just right. apolitical and doing whatever they want to have fun more than anything else so going to otterbein when you go from that more lax political environment being thrust into like this intense like well, the fact i'd never met a communist in my life before i went to college and right, then you yeah. talk to other people and like yeah you never met a communist before and it was um yeah so up until college even while i was at tiffin very i had very conservative political ideas mm-hmm. and even you know spiritual i guess you would say um when when i went to otterbein certainly was thrust into a, the farthest spectrum of the left and it was it was very interesting i had professors who would i'm sure you've experienced this you went to ou right uh, who would um now i've talked about my experiences in the past at ou i i there was a there was a moment where i kind of had a uh, i don't know an eye-opening moment where 
I was sitting in a class called um, Colonialism in America, and my professor said, she said, uh, I would support a communist government insofar as if we, as the United States, became a communist regime, I would be okay and actually advocate the government coming to my house, possessing all everything I own, and redistributing it. She's, she's telling us this as she's tweeting on an iPhone, which is the literally, like, if there was a the representation of, of capitalism, it would be an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> and she was talking about how she would be okay with the government yeah. repossessing all of her. Did, did you feel like you shifted left or right when you went to college? What I mean, was the result of I, w- like- I would imagine that I had a pretty normal, you know, I think when most people go to college, they tend to lean a little bit. And it's not only that, I think, when you're out of high school and as you yeah. get older, 18, 19, 20, 20, you find out who you are a exactly. little bit and what yeah. you it's believe. Not, it's not just college. That's yeah. a good point. It's just coming of age. I think most people get more more of a liberal sense of the world when they are that age. And I think I was unlike or just like other people. And uh, But all in all, it was very positive coming from a conservative background and then getting exposed to a, a, a a very in more cases than not liberal arts college getting exposed to that extreme of a left ideology i think it was actually pretty healthy for me because it brought me somewhere to the middle which is where i think you know i think most people i don't think there. people should be anything but i think that it's healthy to see things from both sides and both perspectives and right. i think that's kind of where i'm at unless but yeah like tell me more about otterbein tell me you went to a third school after that i yeah <laughs> i went to ou for a year then went back to otterbein gotcha. so uh Majoring in philosophy. How my, did you feel learning English? How, t- tell me your take on OU. On OU. Uh, that was a unique position for me. I went to OU just for a year, and I don't know. I was already third year in college, so I didn't I didn't uh, immerse myself socially right. like someone ought to, I think, in college. I kind of kept to myself. So for me, OU was just uh, – it was kind of – I don't really know how to describe it. Kind of just – Just kind chapter. of chapter. Yeah, it's kind of just, just like another chapter. chapter. I didn't really um, engage as much as I should. Right. So, uh, but I enjoyed it. It's a beautiful campus, and I, you know, I love I love about it. I love that place. But um, overall, yeah. And you majored in philosophy, and and, and I minored in English. I had the uh, <laughs> I had the very um, naive view that I was going to go to law school, um, and so I majored in philosophy because I thought after the research that I had done, they typically score the highest on the LSAT and plus I was like oh and I'm actually interested in philosophy like this is something I actually enjoy right reading about and engaging in and then did some research after and found out that there are twice as many people with law degrees as there are law openings um, and people are getting out of law school like $250,000 in debt and not not finding jobs so I was like probably not gonna do that yeah um, so that's where I'm at right now I believe so. tell me what you think about college and then tell me about sort of – we won't go into too much specifics, but you're involved with um, trying to get athletes more involved in the community mm-hmm. and, uh, as, like, defining a route for college for them. Right, yeah. Um, so when you say what do I think about college, you mean currently – What do you think about your experience? And then as – we don't have to get so much into uh, – the increasingly important question of is it worth it as far as the finances? Yeah, that's but, the first thing I was going to touch on, actually. Right, because <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole episode on that. But as far as, like, do you think that you gained 
a lot from it. Okay. And do you th- yeah. would you prescribe that in general as yeah. like if you can afford it, go and do it? Yeah. So that's something I've been thinking about a lot a lot lately because I mean I am out of college with a whole ass load of debt. So it's 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 enabled <laughs> me to it. reflect on the experience yeah. quite a bit. And what I've gained, what I've like sort of um, extracted from my experience was that socially and just just the mere fact of being away from home and being around people you didn't previously know and the relationships you form and the ideas that you're able to formulate by yourself that's invaluable right um what you're actually learning in college and the reality is not a lot of people use their college degrees for their jobs um that's i mean you can you can look that up so i as far as is it worth it if you're doing a direct science, if you're an engineering, if you're a chemistry major, yeah, probably it's 100% worth it. If you're in the humanities, the reality of the situation is our culture, our you know, the United States doesn't value the humanities. It's just it really just doesn't. Fact. It's just a fact. And but I would also say that it's sort of like with my degree, I don't. I'm not going to get employed mm-hmm. for a company. A company's not going to say we'll give you eighteen dollars an hour just to show up every day doing mm-hmm. this. Or you know, people need an ad, but they need an ad. They don't need a an ad guy. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. But it it sort of changes you if you can think critically mm-hmm. and abstract valuable information from yeah. the humanities, philosophy, whatever. I think that enables you to be more of an entrepreneurial type exactly. person. But then, of course, you need to get you need to establish yourself. Mm. In right. the world, you need to get your house and some job money. Yeah, exactly. and some job money. Get right. some of those job monies <laughs> and secure yourself before you can make your big venture or try yeah. your big thing, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, overall, very positive. I think that, well, like you had touched on, if you if it makes sense for you financially and, you know, you can dot your T's and cross your I's, then it makes sense. But um, The experience is oh, – I, have I haven't went to college, and mm-hmm. I – I, you know, it's not something that I wanted to do when I graduated high school, but I think the, the that experience, you know, just from looking at it on the outside, it's mm-hmm. rather you get a job or not, you know, you still challenged yourself to do something and you, yeah, and you right. did it, you know, that's mm-hmm. what helps you grow, especially as a young adult. I think it's a very exactly. positive thing. I wish there was, uh, you know, even in Benton County, it'd be nice that there was education on the college level was more prevalent in the area. Right. So let me ask you. I know I'm, I'm just curious because I think the it's podcast like script hot shit <laughs> <laughs> for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. May I ask you a question? Yeah. What got you guys into the whole podcast idea? You know, I know you guys have probably covered it on the show before, but what kind of plans do you guys have with the with the podcast? What are you guys going to do with it in the future? Or? See, you put me in a a real pickle here because mm-hmm. Hunter's supposed to be quiet the entire episode. That's in a, our working relationship is that Hunter stays back and does the board, but. Uh, it's mostly Hunter's project. Hunter's like, project, yeah. He started it. He really wanted to delve into it. This is something that we had talked about. Like as we were going through college, we took a real interest in Appalachian issues, and they're starting like a certificate program at OU for that, and really taking a serious stab at it. And um, a lot of people have varying opinions about it, where they'll either think that the Appalachian sort of identity thing is just white people clinging to have a minority status. And then there's other people that are looking at it for more of the economic thing. And it's like, yeah, if you look at any metric of how we measure a society's wellness, the Appalachian region is falling behind severely. So like, yeah, it's, there's a lot of interesting social things, but we've talked before though. Like, did you, when you were growing up, did you ever think you were an Appalachian? Did you use that terminology? Right. Or yeah. It's just like I'm growing up in the woods in the country mm-hmm. and now it's like, 
the entering the lexicon. Like, do you choose to accept it? Is it gimmicky, or does it describe a feeling that you had for a long time that something was wrong and it fits? Like, mm-hmm. it's a real pickle and a lot of ph- philosophical, economic, and you know, religious, spiritual. Er- every element of life can be explored, and I really want to dig into it because it's the story that's not told that often. And right. That's so Hunter had the idea. He got me and Austin together, and the whole idea was sort of supposed to be Ruben esque. As far as like interview style, where um, Austin tends to lean right on things, he's more of a religious person. He's, uh, I just an upright lad. Mm-hmm. Like the man rocks a polo, right? And and like <laughs> it, it, when he wa- wears a polo and he walks in a room, you're like, that looks right, right? You know. But like if I walk in a room, like wearing a polo, people are like, something's off here. Like it hits the uncanny valley. People are really upset. <laughs> If I was trying to present myself the way Austin does, we're just different things. We're different, and that's. But fine. it's it's cool that you can sit and have find common ground. Right, like right. that's the Something whole thing that, that everyone's starving for. We're hoping that occasionally. So it makes everything interesting. Just yeah, getting I mean, different personalities in the room. Super polarized nation right now. I think it's now gross. more than, you know, I don't want to say more than ever because clearly that's not the case. But it's <laughs> it's, it's close. It's very close. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's at so. least in our lifetimes. Yeah. Sure. What the yes, hell? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like. Did you feel like we were as nearly as polarized in uh, high school, or middle school, or w- when growing up? Did you feel the polarization as much? I personally didn't, but I also wasn't as as aware. Yeah, and more apolitical. Yeah. Like yeah. most of us just didn't give. No, no, yeah. no. That is an interesting point, though. I mean, I feel like whenever Bush was in office, office that I had death threats for wearing skinny jeans, <laughs> and, and I wasn't even gay. Like, it didn't even make any sense. It was for the semblance of maybe being gay. I'm going to kill you. He might like guys, maybe. I was like, nah, dude. Also, I was a skinny-ass kid. I weighed 104 pounds in high school. Skinny jeans were just jeans. Yeah, that's just how things work. Boot cut, I look ridiculous. I'm swimming in these. People just get provoked if they see someone that looks different than them or acts different than them. Right, yeah. Sets off that animalistic. Especially in high school. <laughs> Meanwhile, I would wear basketball shorts in like 20 degree weather, and that was like the norm. That People everyone do does that. Yeah. Still, my little brother still does right. that. I'm like you're an idiot. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's got their. Each generation has their own statements to be made through art and through fashion, and their statement is basketball shorts in the winter, right. with socks and sandals. It's yeah. okay. They're basically dads. It's yeah. dad fashion, but modernized <laughs> for athletes. <laughs> Athletic dad is the fashion statement of young people in high school in Mitten County. <laughs> we should all aspire to be the dad yelling at the game. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty wrapped up. Unless, does anyone else have a topic they kind of want to get into, a story they want to tell? But I think we're good. As far as the wrap-up, uh, this has been Chase Goodwin with Cross County Lines. And uh, been here with Chad Usman, Joey Beatty. Thank you guys for coming been, on. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on some other time. It's been good, and uh, see you guys next time. Right on.